really nice bloke, Steve Brass. It goes. Lovely chap. Yeah. Call, calling a man a nice chap must be the biggest insult to any football manager. <laughs> Not saying anything. Join in the obsession. Subscribe now at offtheball.com forward slash join. The Football Daily on Off The Ball. Hello and welcome to Tuesday's Football Daily. I'm Phil Egan and we'll start with Euro 2028 coming to Ireland. The Ireland and UK was confirmed as host for Euro 2028 earlier on in Switzerland. The UEFA Executive Committee gave the green light to the bid, which was unopposed after Turkey withdrew last week to focus on its joint bid with Italy for 2032. That was also made official today. Ten stadiums will host the Games in 2028, including the Aviva in Dublin and a redeveloped Caseman Park in Belfast. Dublin will host six games, four group games, a last 16 tie and a quarterfinal. Hamden Park in Glasgow and the Principality Stadium in Cardiff are included in the submission as well. The six in England are Wembley, which will host the final, the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, the Etihad in Manchester, St James's Park, Villa Park and Everton's new home at Bramley Moor Dock. UEFA's preferred approach is that all five nations will have to qualify with two host nation places kept in reserve for any that fail to make it. However, if more than two do not qualify by right, then only the best two to miss out will be given host nation places. The FAI believes Irish football will benefit from a 6.2 million euro legacy fund. The tournament will act as a catalyst for future facility investment and the association hopes it inspires a future generation of young players. It's expected to bring more than €240 million Euro to the Irish economy. Here's what FAI Chief Executive Jonathan Hill had to say in NEON earlier on. We're very pleased. Uh, we've worked really hard over the last um, three years in relation to putting the bid together. So uh, for all of that hard work to be recognised is very pleasing. Um, so we'll, we'll take today and we'll enjoy it. Uh, but then we'll look hard at the next five years and uh, yeah, in many ways that work starts now. The Irish sport is in a good place at the moment. We get really positive support and backing from our government, which is really important. They helped us a lot during COVID and everyone had to come through that very difficult period. So um, for the FAI in particular, but for Irish football in general, our brilliant fans, uh, the chance to host the third largest sporting event in the world um, and to invite people into Dublin and into and into Ireland um, is a huge opportunity, it's a huge honour and I think we all know it's one that the Irish will do really, really well. John O'Shea is expected to remain as a member of the Ireland coaching team. The former Manchester United defender is poised to link up with Wayne Rooney who's in line to take over as Birmingham City's new manager. It's expected O'Shea will combine his roles with Birmingham and Ireland if he does get appointed to Wayne Rooney's staff. The Ireland squad have been training today ahead of Friday night's European qualifier against Greece in Dublin. Everyone trained with Stephen Kenny's squad. Meanwhile, Birmingham Chief Executive Gary Cook has written a letter to fans to say John Eustace, a former Ireland assistant, who was sacked by Birmingham yesterday. It was to do with a misalignment between the manager and the club's bosses. Former Chelsea forward Eden Hazard's retired from football at the age of 32. The Belgian's been without a club since he left Real Madrid at the end of last season. He had already retired from international football last December after being part of the squad, which was knocked out of the World Cup during the group stage in Qatar. Hazard won league titles in France, England and Spain. He started with French club Lille. He scored 50 goals in 149 appearances and won a domestic double with them in the 2010-11 season. He then moved to Chelsea in the summer of 2012 
and went on to become a club legend. He won the PFA Players Player of the Year in the 2014-15 season. That was one of the seasons that he won a Premier League title. Hazard scored 110 goals across 352 appearances for Chelsea, including the winner in the 2019 Europa League final against Arsenal. That was his last appearance for the club. He won two Premier League titles. The last was in 2017. Since then, it's been domination from Manchester City under Pep Guardiola. City have won five league titles in six seasons, including three in a row. The treble winners lost 1-0 to Arsenal on Sunday. Former Ireland international Damien Delaney was on off the ball last night. He said he wouldn't be too worried about City's chances of retaining their league title despite back-to-back league defeats for the first time since December 2018. I've had a theory for... A couple of years now, and I have mentioned it a couple of times. I don't know if I mentioned it to you or not, but I have said it before in a couple of things that, like, I think Pep Guardiola's thoughts on the Premier League is that um, you can't set off at sprint pace in the Premier League and compete on, I won't say all four fronts, but definitely two fronts, the Premier League and the Champions League. I think that um, Pep Guardiola, I suppose to use a harsh rating term, keeps his team on the bridle. You know, they're always in third gear. They're just tipping away up to Christmas and then at Christmas, he unfolds whatever tactical issue or new new thing that he has, i.e. John Stone stepping into midfield and really lets him go then. Um, but I think that if Pep Guardiola set off at the pace he wanted to set off at and rolled out all his toys, they could be 10 points clear at Christmas and they might get over the line in the Premier League. But I think players would be mentally fatigued. I think he plays within themselves. Um, and I think he accepts that they might be a few points behind the leaders of Christmas. I think he's probably accepted that they might be maybe one or two points clear or they might be five points behind somebody. Um, and that gives them the best chance then to really start up in the ante post-Christmas. Manchester United manager Mark Skinner is hoping for a special night for the club as they make their debut in the Women's Champions League. United hosts two-time finalist PSG for the first leg of their second qualifying round tie. The winner will go into the group stage and Skinner believes that's where a club like United belongs. I'm not under no illusion how difficult this is, but there's something about Manchester United and European nights and I want to make sure that we can do our give everything to try and be in there because that would be a real special moment. Mary Earps will be in goal for United and the England international has thanked everyone for their incredible support after Nike's replica jersey for the England goalkeeper sold out within hours of its release yesterday. The company faced widespread criticism for not previously selling the popular Women's World Cup finalist jersey. The England men's goalkeeper jersey was always available to buy on their website. Drogheda's appeal over a one-match travel ban following recent crowd trouble has been rejected. Drogheda's 3-1 derby defeat to Dundalk at Oriel Park recently was marred by disturbances in the stand, which included a match official being struck by a pyrotechnic. The FAI imposed a one-match ban on travelling support for Drogheda's next away game, which is a trip to Tallis Stadium to face Shamrock Rovers on the 20th of October. The club appealed the decision, but the ban has been upheld. Palestine's men's football team has withdrawn from a tournament in Malaysia because of ongoing fighting between Israel and the militant group Hamas. They were due to play in the Merdeka Cup, but Malaysia's FA says they haven't flown to Kuala Lumpur because of what is described as a tense situation. More than 3,000 people across all sides are thought to have died since the situation escalated on Saturday. And plans to potentially reintegrate Russia's national teams into European football competition have been scrapped by UEFA. The governing body had explored allowing the country, which has been banned since the invasion of Ukraine last year, to play the Under-17 European Championship qualifying this month. UEFA says no technical solution could be found to reinstate Russia at any level. 
the Football Daily on Off the Ball.